Today's episode of Bacon is My Podcast is brought to you by Wild Bills Sodas, drinkwildbills.com, poddex.com, grillyourassoff.com, where you can get 10% off your order with the promo code BACON, and manscaped.com, where you can get 20% off your order and free shipping with the promo code BACONPOD. Special thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com. And everyone who listens to the show, you keep this going. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, and thank you for supporting us. How you doing? You didn't even say hi. I didn't. I, wa- I, I wanted to try, like, the whole, you know, like, get that out of the way right off the bat. You didn't even say hi. I know. I just... It's, 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 hi! Hey everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Begins, my podcast. I just want to try something um, different. You know, you you did. It was different. Yeah, it was there. Maybe it sucked. Let us know. Let, Let us know. know it sucked. Maybe it did. I don't know. Is it better if we do it, get it out of the way, or if we're like peppering it in? I like peppering. Do you? It's like subliminal. It's totally not subliminal. It's like it's like you're not my real dad. It's l- liminal. Anyway, yeah, this is our second show of the night. <laughs> it is, it is. But this is the first show you're hearing of this batch of recordings. Yes, I refilled the drinks. Yes, so I did you. something right. Yes, uh, we spoke about it in our first one that you'll hear next week. That we're Tarantino in it. We are, and today so we're going to talk about it. Yeah, today uh, we have uh, Matt, from title holder, the man, title holder, cool ska band. Yeah. Um, He's out of Astoria, Queens, fellow New Yorker. Have you ever listened to a ska song and not felt, like, happy? No. It just, uh, no. It just makes you feel happy. There's, there, I mean, so Real Big Fish has, like, a couple of, like, bangers that just yeah, like, yeah. make you want to fucking... Yeah, but I, like, I want a happy mosh. No, not not a couple of those songs. But But, yes, yeah. Yeah. Overall, I'll have to re-listen to the, to some of that to make, yeah. to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I it's been a while. It's actually but... been a while since I've listened to to well, other than checking out title holder for this. Right, it's been a while since I listened to any ska. Yeah, well, uh, so our we buddy's up... Dino Skate Park, uh, right? Our, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, well, it's funny we bring up Real Big Fish because that is kind of what his first. Uh, Exposure to ska was. I think it's kind of like yeah. all of us. You know, His that, foray. Less than Jake. Yeah. Um, less than Jake was mine. Yeah. Yeah. And I still love Less than Jake. I still yeah. I like. Yeah. They are. 100%. Uh, so, yeah. Title holder. Uh, make, making moves. Making moves. Yeah. Like, man, dude is working. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a hustler and, and got, can't, can't knock the hustle. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Enjoy this episode. We get along with him really well. Yeah, he's and, super fun. Uh, a lot of fun, and we're gonna probably taste some shit with him at some point. Yeah, we are bringing him back for a tasting because we uh, we do like food together, and we are cooks together. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that'll be part of it too. So you can hear about his uh, his dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that episode starts now. 
Come on. <laughs> you know what, Jim? Everybody gets one. Yeah, now. Now. Son of a bitch. All right, so you know we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go right. to drinkwildbills.com and they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box yeah. of stuff. And it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah. I thought it was at first, but man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts and coffee. And Oh, man. Snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Oh, dude. Check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I bought it. I bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fares. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild, drink wild build up. Blech. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Blah, blah, blah. Once. <laughs> Check it out. Promo code BACON. Hey, this is Jacques Lamour from Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. And uh, you've been consuming Bacon is My Podcast. Or in, in my case, uh, pizza is my bacon. Or bacon on my pizza, or something like that. But anyway, you've been listening to Bacon is My Podcast. Ahoy. Ahoy. I'm going to change it up a little bit. Wow, how nautical of you. Yeah. <laughs> Some people I... call me a naughty dog. Oh, man. Ahoy, did ahoy. This, did you have this ready? No, no. Actually, I had a coworker that had Naughty Dog as their vanity plate. <laughs> but it was spelt Naughty. N-A-U... Yeah. Right. K-N-O-T-T-E-Y. Nautical not. Got the douche chills every time I walk past it. That's fantastic. So that's what I was looking for here. Welcome to Bacon is My Podcast, where uh, we give you douche chills. And we also give you interesting guests. Yeah, our naughty dog today. That's me. (laughs) Matt from the band Title Holder. Dude, what's going on? That's me. How's it going? It's great to be here, Jimmy and Mike. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Uh, What's cool is you actually approached us. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Well, like recently it has been, yeah. but like you, you approached us and funny enough that very night. And I think I said this in the message back to you Yeah, yeah. is we talked to Veronica that night. We recorded the episode mm-hmm. with Veronica yep. from pop, uh, pop punk takeout and uh, after hours review. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were talking to her about you. Yep. And she was like, oh, you got to get title holder on. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, literally the next day, you you hit me up. And I was like, oh, shit. 
Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about you last night. Like, my, fucking, let's talk. My ears were ringing, so I knew somebody was talking about me. Veronica's awesome. I love her. She's she's the freaking great. You yeah, it was. We thought about title holder, but he wasn't able to show up outside our house singing a song that we probably didn't want to hear. Yeah. Well, that's important. He instead <laughs> was like, "Let's let's do a show. Let's do a well, podcast." Yeah. Okay, that works. That oh, yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, I that's what they I'm call a, it in the biz. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm a huge fan. You know, L- long time listener, first time caller. It's great to be here. Oh, look at that! Wow. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Um, <laughs> a bullshitter, bullshitter. <laughs> Never shit shitter. Yeah. I'm the king of that. What I do love is is um, the fact that you're doing ska. And ska, you either love it or hate it, I feel like. And, uh, I mean, uh, from what I've heard, you're uh, the reason why you started a ska band, it was kind of like one of those challenge accepted kind of things. Yeah. Cause yeah, you've yeah. been in other bands before you've been in metal bands and regular punk bands and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it started as a challenge accepted. And, and now here we are, you know, 2020, 2021, 2022, like here I am, I'm, I'm going to start a ska band. Like, yeah, that's fucking badass. <laughs> like, yeah. That's that is, that how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, uh, you know, set yourself apart from everything else being put out. It's like, I'm going to start a fucking ska band. Um, changing it up a little bit, you know? Yeah, man. That's, that's really cool. Um, I really love that concept. Like new ska, new ska. Now as, as someone who uh, has, has said that like, you just, you always would have had a ska band, but you just didn't know enough people that played horns. Um, when you write, do you always kind of have like, ideas for horn stuff in your head do you write oh, kind of in that mode anyway for um, the most part yeah you yeah, like a lot even even today i was just working on a song um a lot of times what i'll end up doing is i've got like a little midi keyboard that i've just always got plugged in and ready to go in logic with a horn section so when i'm doing you know my power chord thing i'll put the guitar down and kind of think of a melody um and sometimes if i'm in a situation where I can't think of a lyric me- or like a vocal melody. I'll end up writing a horn line that sometimes will turn into what the vocal melody is. So it's like, I'm either going to write a song with the horns in mind, um, or I'm just kind of diddling around with it so that I can find a melody to fall into. And then, you know, we hit the studio and have the guys really do the thing. But yeah, I, I always have like something that I'm, I'm humming in my head and, it's just a matter of whether or not it makes sense and real human beings can do it once it comes time to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. what a lot of people don't know, uh, if you're listening, is um, Matt actually wrote all this material himself. He, he did he did get some help with producers. We'll get, get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But um, Matt wrote and demoed all this stuff by himself. And then, um, and then he enlists people uh, to do it. <clears throat> now that's that's an approach I tend to take a lot of times. Yeah. And uh I mean how how do you go about doing that? Because I just for me personally, I just kind of go, I just hear the song. Like I just hear it in my head. Mm-hmm. I need to get it out of me. So I go in front of my computer and I get it the fuck out of me. So this way it's not bothering me for the next <laughs> Yeah, three days before I can get back into the studio. Right, right. Uh, how how is it for you? Like the process, how 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 does that work? I mean, I I've just kind of adopted the 
the mentality and the mindset of every day when I wake up, for some weird reason, I'm a morning person. And so I'll get up and I'll grab a cup of coffee and I try to sit in front of the computer every day, if not every other day, um, and just kind of hash out any ideas. <clears throat> and I've learned throughout doing that and really kind of holding true to, to that lifestyle for the past two years. Um, you know, every day you come up with a new idea and every day that today's idea is better than yesterday's. Um, so I, I just, I'll sit down and I'll start kind of working out something. You know, I've got, I've got the whole setup here that I do in, in my apartment. Um, and I try to just not get too attached to a particular song or a particular arrangement. You know, you look at my hard drive or you look at the folders in my computer. And I mean, it's, it's a demo graveyard of songs that no one will probably ever hear, but through, yeah, you know, you know it, you know it. So, um, I mean, I just, I try to, to push one out every day, you know, as, as you do for other things. And if it, if it sticks and it, you know, it works, then I open it up the next day and start to play around with it some more. But um, I mean, you hear it so many times when people are talking about writing songs, you know, like some of the, the biggest hits or some of the, the catchiest stuff just falls out of you in a couple minutes versus, yeah, right. you know, that labor of love that you spend three friggin' weeks on and then and then it's done. And um, every everything's different, but it's always kind of a, a fun situation when the one that you spent. 15 minutes on and that one goes on the on the record and then that one starts picking up a lot of traction you're like oh shit cool okay i, I, I can do right, this right. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely um so i brought up about uh how you were working with producers and stuff uh yeah. one of the main guys that you was uh uh chris from less than jake yeah um yeah. he started a podcast you heard his you know he was like hey listen i got time on my hands now like crazy <laughs> uh you know shoot some shit out to me and i'll see if i can help and yeah. uh that's really cool um, yeah yeah i so um what's what's the process like working with him and and has it been like a process that you've ever dealt with before you know being in other bands you know working with other producers that kind of stuff how, how is he as compared to other people you've worked with i mean it, it was surreal the first couple times that we worked together, you know, this is all through, through the pandemic. So we're doing virtual calls on zoom. And I mean, the first time that we got on a call together, you know, and, and we were talking about one of the songs that we were working on, I was just trying to like not be a cheese ball and not act like I was right, completely right. like shitting my pants and starstruck. So I'm like, Oh, you know, Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Yeah. Hope everything's well with you. And I'm like, I'm like texting my fiance and I'm like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And she's like, stop paying attention to me. So, um, <laughs> I, I, I've been working, I worked with him on five different songs and I mean, it was, it was a cool experience. We basically would, look at my demos and he would give me, he would give me constructive criticism and critiques on, on things. And it wasn't anything that I hadn't done with different producers, but it was just, it was cool to work with somebody who I like looked up to in such a huge way. You know, this is a guy that, oh, yeah. you know, when I was 15, I was listening to his CD so much that they were getting ruined in the CD player. So, right, right. um, but it, it was a really, really fun experience, and I ended up doing. It. And hopefully, hopefully this year there, we might work on a couple more together. Now with um, tours and stuff starting to slowly come back, I don't know if it's going to happen, but 
there's a lot more songs in the works right now. Very cool. That's now you've awesome. you've gotten like a lot of that um, that kind of that kind of happened to you from this, and it's it's like proof positive of like you know if if you don't ask, then you definitely the answer is definitely no. So you, yeah. you got to put it out there and everything. Uh, yeah. One thing I I like. I totally get that, uh, like trying not to feel starstruck and trying not to um, kind of lose yourself in the moment and like stay like, I'm cool, man. I'm here. I'm with you. Oh, yeah, dude. we can talk shop. We can do this. Um, <laughs> so many I times. Need, <laughs> I need to know what it was like for you uh, to have Matt from Streetlight be like, yeah, I'm going to be on your record. I'm going to oh, I'm, I'm play horse on your record. I, so I uh, the other the other producer who I work with, his name's Nick Brzee's. Um, he's in a band called Man Overboard, and he's based out of a studio in South Jersey called the Gradwell House. So I'm, <clears throat> I've been working with him for a long time, and it came to the point where I was like, I need I, – I texted him, and I was like, hey, like I've got these songs, and I've been working with Chris. I want to bring them to you, but I don't have a horn section. And so he goes, I'll, I'll hook you up with a couple guys. I'm going to send a couple feelers out. I'll hit you up tomorrow. And so he hits me up and, you know, that he tells me, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get you John from keep flying. I'm going to get you Dave from Aaron West in the roaring twenties. And I talked to Matt Stewart from streetlight and he said, he's down. Um, and he gave me all their contact info. <clears throat> and that was one where, you know, he, like I got Matt Stewart's number and I'm like, do I call him or do I text him or how do, <laughs> like, what should I do? Right, you know, right, right. <clears throat> how does this work? Is he gonna? Is he even gonna pick up? So I shot him a text, mm-hmm. and he immediately he's like he's a guy that he wants to talk on the phone. So I shot him a text, and then all of a sudden it's like Matt Stewart is calling me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so I like I like run into Throw the phone down. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, I'm like, babe, I'll be right back. And you know, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, like like play it cool, play it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a couple songs. Yeah, and uh, and and he's like, yeah, dude, they sound really cool. Um, so it was surreal. It was another situation of just like you know, don't be a cheese ball in person. Right. But yeah. um, sent sent him all the songs, and he was he was super cool. Um, I remember he actually offered. He was like, you know, I I see I hear all these parts. Um, do you want me to like embellish anything? Do you want me to write anything on top of it? And I was like, dude, do whatever you want to do. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, like my, my little vanilla trumpet line is nothing compared to what you could do with one in your hand. So I go did something on these keys that I want you to kind of follow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Right. But it was really cool. The, the experience was awesome when we were in the studio, um, you know, John, Dave and Matt, they all three of them, you know, we would sit in the control room and Nick would play back the demo horns, um, just soloed out. The guys would all sit there. They would listen to it. They would play it once. They would play it twice. And then they would all go into the, the uh, live room together and tracked it all together. So Dude. every and nothing was solo. They all sat there and worked out those parts simultaneously and played them all, all together as a section. It was so free. That had to be so sick. Yeah. Just There's like actually a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a, yeah. I was there's a video on on YouTube. Uh, we did like a behind the scenes video uh, with the music from Animal on it, mm-hmm. um, and it's just everybody, you know, having fun and, and being silly in the studio. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, people go definitely check out that video. It's a lot of it's it's cool to watch because you just, yeah, it's the process. You watch yeah. it, and you're like, this is the process, the process, and this is how it happened. This is right. cool from like, this from, is... from like an outside music perspective. It's cool, and as a 
as a musician, it's really fucking yeah, cool because you're like, yeah. this is this is the this is magic. Like that's the true magic of what happens in the studio. Like, and and also that was my first time going to the Gradwell House. Nick used to work out of a different studio called Lumberyard that was like 20 minutes down the road from this spot. So like going into this studio and, and being in this new environment and with a gigantic live room and, and, you know, all these different like little sectional rooms, you know, he's got like ISO rooms that break off from it. And then he's got his own little private suite that he'll, he'll do, you know, uh, like different, um, different soloed items, you know, like guitar and bass will do downstairs, but then in the live room, you do the drums and, and all the horns and stuff like that. So it was a lot of fun to like explore a new studio and, and, and just see what you could do there. You know, he's got an organ, a Rhodes, all the different key selections and auxiliary percussion shit. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. So we got a new uh, sponsor. Yeah. Sweet balls, bro. Thanks, buddy. I'm pretty sure you can guess by it by that conversation <laughs> that our new sponsor is Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped, uh, a company that I'm very familiar with. Me too. Uh, a couple few years now. I've yeah, been, I've been using their products, and uh, I tell you what, my marbles have never been shinier. I actually got their uh, their lawnmower 3.0. Yes, which uh, it has Skinscape technology, and they've just upgraded to the 4.0. And let me tell you. I was I, I love the 3.0, but the 4.0 is just so much better. It's got a light on it. Do I really need a light? Yes, you do. Visual aids. Yeah, Visual aids yeah, are absolutely do. sometimes. For sure. Sometimes in those crevices that uh that that upper leg inner crease. Yes, yes, agreed. It's a tough spot. Uh so the perfect package 4.0 contains the lawnmower 4.0. Yes. But one of the things that I am a big fan of. Uh, is the crop reviver? Uh, as yes, they call it. It is. Uh, they call it the ball spray toner. Yes. So it's on it, those marbles. Uh, what else is in the perfect package? Package as well is the uh, the, the ball deodorant. Yes, it's the crop yeah. preserver. It's an anti-chafing. So when you walk a lot, uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get the chafing. I should probably lose weight, but instead I use this. I'm just a fan. I've always been a fan. I, I was super excited when you told me that we got uh, the email from them saying that uh, we could now offer a discount to our listeners. Yes. Uh, I thought that was super cool. So uh, and men and women can use it too. Absolutely. It's not just a man thing. So if uh, if you want, you can get 20% off yeah, 20% your order now. That's a big deal. That's, That's a big deal. Pretty awesome. Uh, use the promo code BACONPOD. You get 20% off at manscaped.com. So go ahead to manscaped.com. Save yourself 20%. Yeah. Use the promo code BACONPOD. And uh, and and make your marbles clean, twenty percent shiny. Check it out, manscaped.com. Highly recommended and used by your boys here at Bacon is my podcast. Like I said, keep those marbles shiny. Whoop whoop. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Andy, and it's Dean from Nominee, and you've been consuming Bacon is my podcast. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Was the, was the delivery too harsh? Should we do that again? Let's do it again. Was, right from the you want to do it again? You want to do it again? Hi! My name's Andy! And I'm Dean from Nominee. You've been consuming bacon, my podcast. Yeah! Yeah! So as a, as a songwriter, like, now, every songwriter's uh, a, a mix of confidence and total insecurity, at, like, at the same sure. time, like, battling each other. And... You're, you're definitely a confident dude. You play enough instruments. You've done enough things. You've played with enough bands. You've you've got experience. You've got chops. You've got 
a great resume, like all that. But still, what what did that what kind of validation was that for you to have these people that like are in bands that you love say, dude, your song rocks. We're you know, your music kicks ass. Like we want to be a part of it. Like we're in. Oh, I, like, I've been I've been walking around for the last year like my shit doesn't stink. Trust me. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, dude. I mean, still like every every day, you know. Of course, you, you couldn't have said it better. Like, I mean, you're always full of, of insecurities. You don't know how anybody is is gonna take the the next song that you're working on. Um, and and to that point too, even before going to the studio, like it was a huge weight off my shoulders to have done the pre-production with Chris before I went into the studio. Mm -hmm. Like it's super challenging for me to bring like raw songs to the studio. And then like first day, you know, we're about to track drums and it's like, you know what? I don't know if this is working. We should switch something up. Throwing that curveball at me sometimes will totally like, it's like hitting a speed bump for my, my creativity. I'll be like, shit, right. You know, Oh, I've got to rework this pre-chorus now. Uh, I got to go back to the hotel for like a day, you know? Right, like, right. so, um, it, it was really, really exciting to know that these songs are pre-packaged and ready to go. You know, we had everything demoed out. So we basically just loaded up my demo stem sessions into Pro Tools and then just went, all right, cool. Let's hit the drums and then, you know, nice. let's lay down just bass. building. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that was, you know, that was a, a really good piece of the pie for me. Um, and I mean, to the other, like the other side of that too, is I've always wanted to have that moment in the studio where we just write a song off the cuff, but I've never done it yet. You know, yeah. where like everybody like, yo, let's just have a jam session and see what comes out. And hopefully that turns into a cool song. I haven't done that um, with title holder, but I'm, I'm hoping that we can do that. You know, one of these days. Well, I mean, the title holder was you for, for a very long time, but now yeah. you finally got a band together. You guys had your yeah. first show right. New Year's Eve at Avenueville Music Hall yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I mean, are you, how, like, are these guys full time now? Are you guys getting together and, and, uh, like, are you doing the rehearsals every week or whatever? And, and are you bringing them into the process now as well, as opposed to you going, okay, guys, here's a new song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most of the team is full time. Um, I, I'm just trying to approach this project a little bit different with every single person that has a role in this band right now plays in so many different projects that right. there's inevitably going to be an overlap with shows in the near future or, yeah. you know, or, or the far future. Um, so everybody kind of understands that right now where we're sitting with title holder is, you know, this is your baby, Matt, and this is a gig for us. If mm -hmm. we can make it to the shows, we're there. If we can make it to the rehearsals, we're there. Um, but everybody's on board and that's, what's super exciting about it. I mean, I, I do want, you know, I always want everybody's creative input, but I also, with this particular project, I don't want the, like, if somebody were to leave the band, there to be, you know, a, a, a situation where the band isn't going to be the same without this player. So right. everybody's kind of on board with, you know, this is your baby. You drive the bus. We're in the back ready to go wherever you need us. So you tell us where to go and when to be there and we'll play. And I think it's, I think it's working out really well. Um, I've been looking 
towards 2023 and trying to figure out how to get some tours situated. And with that, there's going to be, you know, for every single tour, there there's going to be some rotations that people are, are rotating out of, and that's cool. That's going to happen. So there's no there's no real set players, but everybody that's been involved with it, you know, John and Dave, they're they're on board. They're going to be coming back to the studio in March with me. Um, my good friend Andrew Nikolai, he plays lead guitar with us. Um, my buddy Joey Delasio, he's been playing bass with me. Uh, my very very good friend Chase Shutter's been playing drums for us. Um, yeah, and all these guys are the cream of the crop. They play in every band you can imagine. Like, you know, some of these guys are in metal bands. Some of these guys are reggae bands. Joey's a, 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 a classical teacher. Like they're all on so many different levels of, of amazing. And I couldn't be happier that everybody is just like wanting to elevate this project. That's super cool. Now you, yeah. you play pretty much everything, right? Like, um, like you started on piano, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, like on, on the offside, do you remember the very first song you learned on piano? I feel like, I mean, we're talking about second grade. I feel like right, it was right. probably like up on the housetop, you know, something like that. I, but I, I do vaguely remember that for some reason still being <laughs> stuck in my head. So that probably was the first one. But yeah, my, the, the, the question would be more like um, for each instrument, because uh, I know like, I play a, a few. I don't play nearly as, as many. I can't play drums. I can fake it on a keyboard. Sure. I play some bass. I play guitar, sing. But with each instrument, I kind of like a different genre of music pops into my head for what I like about that instrument. Yeah. Do you have that? Like for you, like, oh man, when I play bass, like I approach bass like an R&B bass player. Or when I play keys i like i like pop and dance keys and if i sure, play guitar sure. i'm veering between like alternative and rock and and metal and stuff like where do you have that with yours or are you kind of like all focused on like oh this is how i song right i mean i every day is different i i'm a, a basket case in in that fashion like literally every day if i hear a song on on the radio or something pops up on spotify like that'll just influence the mood that I'm in. You know, sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of everything. I love, I love pop. Um, you know, I love punk rock and, and ska and, and rap and, and everything. But um, when I'm writing, it's, it's just, you know, whatever the flavor of the day is, I don't know what's going to come out. I don't know. I don't ever sit down really with the intention of, of like, okay, this is exactly what I'm doing today. But, you know, mm -hmm. if I, if I'm, you know, in the shower and all of a sudden the MXPX song comes on and I'm just in that mode of do da do da do da, I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll start walking around while I'm making my breakfast and I'm like, do da do da da, you know, and then I go and I sit down and, you know, that's what comes out that day. I'll be like, all right. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, every day is different. I, I, I also love approaching, every song differently you know what you write on a guitar is going to be totally different from what you write on a keyboard sometimes it's mm -hmm. fun to sit down at a piano and you go oh shit this is cool and transferring that over to like you know power chords and then you're like oh damn i would have never wrote this part on a guitar but you know that that kind of thing is always fun to to explore your songwriting on different instruments and what those instruments will you know kind of like gift you you know what what a piano will give you versus what a, a guitar will Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. What's one of the you best know? way to, to text your songs is to be like, what are you playing this on? Okay. We're going to put it on another instrument. 
Yeah. And now, yeah. And now you have to figure out something to accompany with it. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, the song that's coming out uh, this week, it doesn't matter. I wrote the baseline before anything else was done. Like mm -hmm. the baseline was the only thing that I had. And I was like, Ooh, this is cool. I have to make something out of this. So that entire song came out of me doing like a fun doomed, boom, 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 kind of thing. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, you mentioned in other interviews and stuff that you also, you, you lived in uh, Boston. I did. I did. I lived in Boston from 20, 2008 to 2011. That, now, how do the, the music, uh, like the scenes in Boston differ from here? Because like, uh, for me, uh, I've always like gone, Oh, well, yeah, I'd like to go to Boston for rock or whatever. Mm -hmm, cause, mm -hmm. cause I'm like here in New York, it's like, there's no rock stations. There's, there are rock stations, but they're all like, they're all playing stuff from Listen to the new song off hybrid theory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so for me, I'm like, Oh, go, gotta go to Boston and stuff and, and go to that area. Um, but then you, you speak to people from Boston and they're like, yeah, no, it's the same shit. There's all cover bands and they, they hate originals. Um, I mean, how, how did you like being immersed in both? How, how do you feel one differs from the other? I mean, I feel like it's, it's all pretty relative. Like from, living in Boston to living out here in Astoria. Like, I mean, you've got, you've got your local bars that do open mics and all that kind of stuff. Um, I would just say, you know, when I was living in Boston, you know, going to college for recording and stuff like that, um, being a lot younger, I wasn't really into going to open mics. I immediately found like kids at my school that were in bands and I was like, yo, let me join your band. Let me join your band. And the only band that was like looking for somebody was like this, this metal band. Um, so I kind of just got like thrown into that scene, but hmm. Boston is great because it's so small and there's like, you know, Thursday, every night of the week, there's something going on. So, you know, I mean, you can go down to the bar right now in Queens and, and, and listen to, you know, somebody playing covers or something like that. But I mean, if you're looking for it, you'll find it in any neighborhood. I also found that like, if you go to, if you go to places like Boston or even like, um, like where I grew up in Indiana and stuff, you'll find uh, non bar, non club shows. You'll yeah. find VFW shows and you'll find yeah. Yeah. Uh, basement shows and house shows. You don't find that as much out here. Right. Um, well, the, uh, something that I did find is that uh, VFW shows are definitely making a comeback. I hope post pandemic oh my because God, those were the best. Yeah. Those are the best shows to be on because, and, and, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, we can't drink and this and that. It's like, yeah, but everybody it doesn't goes. matter. Like, that's not what you're there for. You're not there right. to drink. You're there to, to play in front of people who right. came there to to listen to music. Yeah, you can still drink in the parking lot. Exactly. Well, exactly. everybody is <laughs> tailgating. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I do miss VFW shows, <laughs> and I'm I'm glad they're kind of making a comeback. I guess they're, I don't know. I guess they're they're not booking all the weddings <laughs> that they used to there yeah. or something. I don't For know. Sure, they're just right. like, fuck it. We'll get we'll let these kids take take over it and whatever. We, I noticed yeah. a lot of those, like, it stopped for a long time. Like, people were yeah. just like... Well, it was an insurance thing. Yeah. That's that's always what we were yeah. told when we were trying yeah. to book it. And, like, uh, all right, I get it. Yeah, once somebody it. kicks in a, a toilet in in the restroom or, right. or, you know, somebody gets sick in the parking lot, they start pulling permits and shit. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what booking nine hardcore bands will get you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You uh but you were also born in Connecticut. So you've you've moved in a bunch of places. How how old were you when you moved to New York and moved to Boston? Like how's the I was uh, in. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm actually I'm turning 35 this week. So I oh, I was yeah. thank you thank you. I was 23, I believe, when I moved to Boston. Um, okay. I knew I knew right after high school. I knew that I was going to be in a touring band and I was going to be a rock star. So I was like, I'm not going to college. So so there was a there was a buffer. Uh, while I was in Connecticut where I was working in restaurants and, and playing local shows and, and that kind of stuff and going to community college. And um, when I moved out to Boston, I went to school for audio engineering and I, I got a bachelor's in that, which was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a lot different today than it was 10 years ago. You know, you oh, can, yeah. you can learn it on YouTube, but it was the experience of going out there and it really immersed me. And in this, this network of people that I still keep in touch with today. Um, and then through living in Boston, I got the opportunity to work in recording studios out in New York. So, um, geez, I think I was 26, 27 when I moved to New York and I've been, I've been out here for going on 10 years now. And I, I started working in recording studios. Um, I had a day job in an, as an audio visual manager at a hotel that I was doing that during the day. And then I was working at a recording studio at night, did that for about five years before the recording stuff was just getting to be too much. And then I started really focusing on developing bands and songwriting right. more than working at this studio. But yeah. AV AV guys at uh, at hotels. We actually know a lot about those. We know a lot Dude, about that. We uh, <laughs> I'm looking for like work right now. <laughs> well, actually, as, as a side <laughs> thing, we actually we we go to do uh, conferences and stuff yeah. in hotels, but we run the AV. Yeah. Same. So yeah. like we run into you know we run into PSAV all the time, and they're like mm-hmm. they don't love us. No, <laughs> they don't right, love right. us at all. Well, because you're but, freelancers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of fun stuff, man. A lot of that I, I feel like that's almost as rock and roll as rock and roll is. Dude. Like doing that stuff. Because we especially because we yeah. we we do a lot of traveling with it. Yeah. So you show up in a room and you don't know how much gaffer's tape you need. You don't know <laughs> how many feet right. of mic cord or video uh, you know, VGA or HDMI or whatever and and it's putting that puzzle together. Yeah, yeah. That's They're like, like there's a there's a crate over there with all the gear that you need for the show. The client's gonna be there at seven thirty, and you're like, do I have any other information? No, just check in with them. And you're like, I hope everything's in this crate. Right. Cool. You're like this is a really small crate. <laughs> yeah. Where's the yeah, power? Yeah. What am I doing again? Where's They're the saying there's again? supposed to be a projector with all of this right. stuff, and there's not one. Oh, we'll send a truck in a couple minutes. Okay. There's five hundred people gonna be here, and you <laughs> yeah. give me one egg crate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only two JBL speakers, and this room is three thousand square feet. Right, right. Yeah, the PA's okay. in the speaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Ten-inch speaker. What? Yeah, we've that's had a that whole before. other podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we've had that before. Yeah, it's amazing. And 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 one of the other things too that that and and I can bring this up to you is why do they think because we're AV that we control the fucking temperature of the room? <laughs> 
Like right? they come up to they come come up to us and they're like, "Hey, can you make it a little warmer?" I, I did you bring a jacket? I've <laughs> never been here before. I'll put it on your shoulders. Then I made. It I warm. always just take it as they just think that you're that that you're the most important person right, in the room. Right. Like, and you're right. also the only only point of contact because the all, the entire staff is in the back enjoying uh, lunch while you're stuck there, just like. All right. This is true. Please don't let his lavalier break. Please don't let his lavalier break. <laughs> you have yeah. to talk into the microphone. Yes. Into. Wait, wait. What Excuse about... me. The clicker. The, the, the clicker isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, turn it on. Turn it on. No, no, no. The yeah. red button means back. Yep. Oh, we just lost your audio. Here we go. Oh, you got me? Yep. yep. Speaking we of, we just lost oh, your audio. I was yelling. Yeah, yeah. Great. Oh man, yeah. Oh, the well, woes. Yes, the woes. yes. And one one thing that I will say is, doctors, you'd think they're they're smart guys. <laughs> they're the worst. Yeah, <clears throat> they know how to operate on human beings. Yeah, they do not, not know how to hold a mic anything. towards their mouth. Yeah, I did a um, I did AV for Harvard Medical School a long time ago, and it was the proctology department and i gotta say it was the funniest freaking day i i was like going into it being like oh man this is an 18 hour shift i'm gonna hate myself and you know right at the beginning 8 a.m just fiber optic cameras going into buttholes the entire day and it was like you know every guy would come over and bring me a flash drive every guy would have a flash drive and he'd be like can you load up all these videos into powerpoint i'd go yeah sure dude and i'd start loading them up and, and every single one of them was just camera into a butt and i gotta say they they had the best sense of humor of any uh you know and any other conference i i worked so oh that's they, amazing they i would have to pleasure. tell everybody like how did you know how did you know this is what I wanted? <laughs> yeah. This what, is what I look up on my own. So, so did you used to travel for it or you just did you work for a specific hotel? So I worked um, I worked for a couple different companies and there was basically they they all had on-site AV and you know they would just call you and they'd say, Hey, are you available on Tuesday? Okay, the shift is gonna be six A to six B. Um, you know, you're gonna be the video tech. Show up. Um, so I'd show up there and you kind of get yourself situated and, and, you know, every day was different, but there would be multiple properties all over the city. And I still do that. I just, I'm like the house call guy for like four or five different companies in New York. That's awesome. So some, nice. you know, sometimes it's a conference, usually weekends or like weddings and bar mitzvahs and stuff like that. But I, I, I do it all just trying to get back into event it. event production too, right? Like yeah. A to V and then, well, like what's the difference there between like, well, you're doing um, staging and stuff too? Yeah, I, I did it all. With one company, I was on the management side. And with the companies I'm working with now, I'm on the technician side. So on the okay. management side, it was more of just being like the show caller and the producer for the show. So right, I would touch right. I would touch base with the client and we would go over their show flow. You know, okay, 8, 8 p.m. we hit the stage for opening remarks. 8.30, we roll the first video. You know, and I would be the guy on the headset that's like, all right, audio ready. Okay, he's hitting the stage. Open the mic. You know, just calling the show. Right. Um, whereas now I am just kind of like specifically a audio or a video or a lighting tech, depending on what they need that day. Commercial break. All right, Jimsy, you think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? Or no. No. Grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. 
Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, cool swag, even like even uh, cookbooks. Oh, you know what? I you sent me a link to that. I checked it out. That was awesome. They had some uh, some cool recipes right on their site. That was pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it, that that's for free. But now that they're a sponsor, they've decided that if you use the promo code Bacon, you get ten percent off your order. Dude, that's awesome. I'm yeah. ready. I'm I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and and it's really there's so many different selections. That there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads, and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is, uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So with stick a around. Bit of grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some, uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. Hey, I'm Dave Caggiano, record producer, songwriter, mix engineer, also of Bean Pies, Bagels, and Cannolis. You've been consuming Bacon is My Podcast with these two guys, Jimmy Garavac and Mike Wayman. He's so good. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm usually the audio tech and the video tech, and Jim puts the, the gaffer's tape down. I pick up heavy things and put them down and yeah. make hey, sure cables it's, are straight. It's really awesome having somebody <laughs> else do the gaffer's tape. Yeah. You're only as good as your team, you know? You need yeah. everybody. You need everybody. Because the gaffer's tape is the worst job. <laughs> you got to get that nice two-inch tape, though, so you, you don't have the, to. Yeah. Oh, tape. yeah, yeah. As soon you as know? you get the rhythm down, you're good. I could tape a whole room. It's it's it's. I, I mean, taking, if, taking gaffer's tape five apart minutes, five minutes. is is the you worst. Know, the big ones, the big rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and of course, gotta not, I got a little, those not the little ones. Not the little oh ones. I did not Although, steal these on a job site. <laughs> Why not? Gaffer's tape is so expensive. It's stupid. Not, no what a, well, what a, what a lot of our listeners don't know is gaffer's tape is like. Twenty something dollars a roll. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy. Crazy. Yeah. It's black freaking tape, right? I had to tell my band when we went on tour. I was like, I was like, you guys need to stop. My, I had a bass player that used to like, just for whatever reason, one day he decided to like put black tape around his fingers, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was like, oh, I just thought it would look cool, and I was like, well, think it looks cool with something that's not a twenty dollar roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're, we're taking that out of your podium today. Yeah, like that was tough. <laughs> I, was, I was like, we could buy electrical tape rolls, and then it'll it'll reflect some light. <laughs> like, what, what do you want out of this? Tommy, you, you keep pulling that shit, and you're not getting Taco Bell tonight, buddy. Right? Exactly. No. Uh, you know, Taco no Gordita for you. You know, Taco Bell actually sponsors bands. And yes, they, they do. do. Like, yeah. Thing. And, I feel uh, I've always yeah. wanted that. <coughs> what is it right? called? They're Feed the, the beat. Feed the beat. Yeah. yeah. They're the perfect sponsor when you, for bands. When you go on tour, feed the beat. We'll, we'll if they ask for references, we got you. Yes. Oh my goodness. But just share some. What's what's yeah. your uh, what's your tour food spot? You know, like a lot of people talk about. Some people like like us. It's uh, Waffle House, definitely. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. What what's I mean, your I, spots? I I've only done East Coast runs uh, okay. while I've been 
while I've toured. Um, I, I got to say, you know, when, when you're in the the Philly and the Jersey area, Wawa's is Wawa, always man. a home run. Yeah. That's my um, jam. Dude, oh. I mean, it, it's always such a treat when you see that sign. It's like, you know, when you're little and you see Disneyland, you're like, oh, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, oh, we can stop. I, I have four <laughs> yeah. bucks. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Taco Bell. You know, anytime I get a couple drinks in me, I'm like, babe, can we go to Taco Bell? And she's like, you ate it yesterday. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> Which, by the way, they, they brought back or they're bringing back the Mexican, Mexican pizza. Yes, I, I heard uh, that was an issue of mine. We actually talked to uh, Christina, Chris, about that. Yes, and uh, and when I f- saw the article that they were bringing it back, I was like, "We did it! It's back!" <laughs> the power of Twitter. Yeah, for for us, it was always Taco Bell, but then always Waffle. House. We saw Waffle House. It's like even if you recently ate, you're like, I don't know when the next one's coming. We got to go to Waffle. Yeah, House. yeah. Yeah. I do feel like you do need to have a little bit of, uh, like, you got to be mentally prepared a little bit for for Waffle House. How, how are you not? <laughs> how are you not mentally right prepared now. for? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel you like me in a Waffle know, House. I'm prepared on the way in. I know <laughs> that life is gonna suck, like twelve hours later, just for a little while. Oh, no more than Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, so you know what? Taco Bell for me, if I, if I do it in moderation, I'm okay. I have a problem with moderation. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't do I, what's I, your, I, very well. What's your Taco Bell go to? All right. Like, I'll what's tell you. the thing? So it's it's chicken quesadilla, cheesy gordita crunch, soft taco, Baja Blast. Ooh, wow. nice order. I'm oh, ready for it right now. I'm thinking Solid. about it. You know, chicken quesadilla is uh, definitely on mine too. I do chicken quesadilla. Yeah. I don't my, do uh, quesadillas because I I got that chipotle sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I put it on my. They sell it. Oh yeah, they sell it on on Amazon, and oh, I, it's I bought quick. it. So we make uh, we cheesy make gordita crunch. That's yeah, yeah. We we've become best friends now because I, I could do those all day long. <laughs> I love 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 that sauce. I actually like you know every after a show that's like. My treat to myself is I'm getting Taco Bell. If I play a show, I get Taco Bell after the show. Right, and right. Uh, my my fiance's mom for Christmas, you know, she she got me a Taco Bell gift card, <laughs> and I was like, I fucking love you. That's <laughs> See? amazing. See, right back yeah. to our gift cards question. That's a See? great gift. Yes, Jean Marie, thank you so gift. much. Love you. That is awesome. Yeah, I, I also I like the crunch wrap. Yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. fan of the crunch trap. The crunch trap is is legit. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm, no, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably do more Mexican pizza than than crunch trap. Right, but, right, right. But, it's fun you know, to make Mexican. a crunch trap. You see, like the TikTok videos of people that yeah. 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 put them together. I enjoy uh, going a little wild in the kitchen and and putting my own shit into stuff. After these messages, we'll be right back. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more Bacon is My Podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial free access to Bacon is My Podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways, additional shows, including Tasting Is My Passion, and, of course, 
cooking with, bacon is my passion, and oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's bands, previous, current, whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about. This is Skaggs from Outline and Color, and you're consuming Bacon is My Podcast. Everybody everybody that cooks anything has at least one dish that's like their dish. Like if you're going to cook for somebody, you're like, oh, man, I got you. I'm making this. Yeah. Do you have one of those? What's yours? Well, I mean, I, I'm a big, big cooker. I, I enjoy chefing it up in the kitchen. That's like nice. part of part of uh you know me and my my fiance's life but together you know especially with covid is like you know that's a part of of the day multiple times a day is just cooking together and i like um, it let's get into this yeah so yeah i mean dude you can't go wrong with a, a good chicken parm um for about a year like when the pandemic first started we switched to eating keto so we were trying to eat low carb um so we we're looking at different ways that you could like make chicken parm without breadcrumbs you can use like right. pork rinds and crush them up and stuff um and and also you you mix it with like there's like a, a zero carb protein powder that when you mix with pork rinds um or almond flour it has the same texture and taste and flavor as breadcrumbs but with all, zero carbs oh, wow um, yeah yeah so we were i mean we were just experimenting that with that and having a lot of fun with um, with, with different stuff, but I would do, you know, ch chicken parm is always a fun one. Um, I would, we would do like these chicken roll-ups where you take like a chicken breast and you pound it super, super flat mm -hmm. and then put like spinach and mushroom and then like mozzarella cheese and you roll them up and then stick toothpicks in them. So they're like, you know, they, they kind of look like manicot yeah. or something. And then you, you, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you bake those and those are always a, you know, a show stopper. Everybody's like, Oh shit, you can cook. Obviously if you're going to have more than two or three people over taco night is always like a home run. Taco night is tacos, clutch. fajitas. Yeah. Now do you, do you make your, you make your own seasoning though, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll mix like chili powder and cumin, salt, yeah, pepper, yeah. you know, That's it's always better that way. Yeah, because because taco seasoning is too salty, not enough cumin. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You get it. And not enough chili either. Got to get yeah. the chili powder. Well, that's that's the base of it. That's mm -hmm. that's, that's the main thing. Absolutely. Cayenne. Yeah, yeah. A lot of cayenne. Hook it up with the cayenne. Nothing wrong with a little spice. Absolutely. I get the kids. So. I, I find yeah. that if you cook something for other people, the 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 way to impress people is to make it something that's rolled up. For some reason, if you roll it up, people are like, wow, you're fancy. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah, like, no, right. I own toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I, I, own, I own toothpicks in a pan that I can make this flat with. <laughs> yeah, I've never done that. I've never done that before. Roll it up. That's why no one's impressed with your cooking. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's not well, true. That's, that's not true. He's actually very course. good. Yeah, we, we What's we your actually... go-to? What do you guys do? Yeah, what's yours now? Oh, man. I, I Well, I have a smoker at home. So oh, uh, ribs. Uh, nice. Sometimes a pork shoulder. I got a big fat pork shoulder sitting in the freezer right now. I was going to offer it up to him, but he's not impressed. Um, uh, but yeah, Shit. you know what? I am. I am actually like between my wife and I. Now she's got her staples. She's she's like the person to get uh, to make like chicken cutlets mm -hmm. and yep. chili and that kind of stuff. And I'm just kind of like all around everything else, kind of like. Okay, well, I have this leftover. I have this leftover. I got this leftover. 
I'll make something out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 we stretch meals and and stuff. And now, like my kids, all of a sudden, we used to get away with like two chicken breasts for being a dinner, and then sometimes I'd have stuff left over for uh, for lunch for work the next day. Mm-hmm. And now my son eats as much as I do. He's eight, and I'm really screwed. So, uh, so so yeah man it's like uh it's kind of crazy you gotta cook a lot more but uh yeah i would say the the barbecue stuff and you know like on a grill yeah. that yeah, kind of you're, stuff you're, the, you're good on a grill dude, dude yeah, i want a I smoker so steaks. bad i, I got an electric smoker so and people were like when they hear electric smoker they're like they scoff at it dude it's it's whatever crazy. yeah you know yeah i had okay, one of my old works one of my old roommates had um, one of those little portable smokers. You know, it basically looks oh, like yeah. a it looks like a freaking weed pipe, and it's got the yeah, long yeah. tube. And one day I come home from work, and he's got a big bowl with mozzarella in it, and he's just blowing smoke. And oh. I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like I thought he was like doing some. I thought he was cooking something he shouldn't. And I'm like, <laughs> are you, what the, what the, "Yeah, I'm like, what the hell are you doing in here?" And he's like, "Dude, have you ever had smoked mozzarella on a barbecue chicken pizza?" That's what we're having for dinner tonight, and I was oh. like, "Please don't, please don't ever move out." Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, "I, freaking love you, man." I do. I, I, I did try. Pizza is one of my go tos. Yeah, uh, biscuits yep. and gravy. Bees and Jesus is Jesus is one of my go tos. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, and then I'll also do a lot of like I do a lot of like meats and stuff too. I'm I'm very much a what do we have soup. Soup and stews. Yeah, soup. yeah, yeah. I yeah. a lot of good soups and stews. Um, I actually did try smoking cheese once in mm-hmm. in this smoker, and uh, well, first off, you have to do it in the winter. Yes, uh, got to do it in the winter because it has to cool down quick. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not do it in the winter. I yeah. did it in like the, oh, I remember the that fall. Yeah, yeah. It was like the that. the summer fall cusp. Yeah, yeah. And um, so the harder cheeses. Are great. Yep. Because right. Basically, what you do, you get your your smoker up to temperature, you put the cheeses in, you turn it off, and then you leave it in for a few hours. And right. It smokes. Yep. Uh. So the harder cheeses are great. The other cheeses uh, are on the whole inside of your smoker. Oh no! Yeah! 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 <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, smoked gouda was awesome, and the the oh, cheddar like was uh was sitting at the bottom of the grill and I had to clean Jenner's that out. So oily too. Yeah. When it yeah. Melts. Yeah. It was really oily. And, oh, I do mac and cheese too. Oh, his mac and cheese. Oh yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's like $150. Oh, baggage. you got to Yeah. You got to do yeah. it gourmet style. If it's, you're it's, go I, yeah. Like... I make it like once a year. Cause I can't afford to make it more than that. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time he did it, he, he came and he's like, and I'm like looking at all these cheeses and he's like, see that? That's a hundred dollars worth of cheese. It's all going in. It's like, okay. You guys right, watched uh, all the Bon Appetit videos with like Brad Leone and stuff. Oh yeah, totally. I love him so much. Yeah, he's so funny. I do that. I watch. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of like the binging with Babish. Babish is fun. Um, he's great. He's he's great. I like a lot of his stuff. Maddie Matheson is one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah, that dude just kills me but he's he cooks really good shit too yeah i it's a dash or what is it just a dash it's just a dash yeah, yeah dude yeah. his yeah. show is so funny uh when i think this was right before the pandemic but he had just left um vice and right. yeah. 
he was doing his own thing, which was It's a Dash. And he did a premiere at like a little theater in the East Village. And me and my fiance went and we got to like do a meet and greet. And he talked to everybody in the theater for about a half hour and then showed two episodes. And it was so like, it was one of those moments, you know, where I was like starstruck because, yeah. you know, three rows in front of me in this theater was freaking Brad Leone and the guy's like seven oh, feet man. tall. And it was just so funny. Cause you know, we're like all these food nerds in a theater showing right. up to watch Matthew, Maddie Matheson's show. And I was like, Oh my God, there is that guy. And there's that. Oh my God. I was like, Oh babe, that's Sean Evans over there. Holy shit. Oh, oh dude. Awesome. Uh, anything on first we feast, but like um, yeah. hot ones, like yeah. is awesome. hot ones is one of the shows that like we, we do a show on our Patreon where yeah. we taste stuff and it's it. totally, totally ripped off a hot one. Yeah, ones, yeah, why like, not? Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's yeah, I, I love that show, man. I love that stuff. Yeah, I, um, I have a lot of fun watching those. Absolutely. Right about now is that time. Oh, okay. It's it's the bell that went came off. up quick, man. The bell went off. Quick. The bell went off. Time flies. Uh, it does. And it does, uh, we have to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. And the way we pay those bills is through sponsors. And one of our sponsors is called Poddex. Our very first sponsor. Our very first sponsor. Yeah, they've they've so we uh, gave them a whole the very beginning. This <laughs> is the very right. beginning of this show. Um, so what they are is it's a company that <laughs> good yeah, good thanks. Uh, it's a company that actually creates these decks, and they've got fifty cards in each deck. They ask questions on each card. And it's for you know budding podcasters or people who need to break the ice and they're they're conversation starters and if whatnot. If you're familiar with Cards Against Humanity or Exploding Kittens, things like that. Yes, yeah, similar to that. It's, it's oh, that cool. kind of idea. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what we like to do is get our guest to pick a deck and then pick a card from the deck and, and answer that question. So you're getting a random question. So uh, the, the decks you – It is in your hands. Yes. Uh, the decks you get to listen uh, pick from – are either the interview deck, interview deck two, episode deck. We've got what the heck. We've got would you rather. And then we also have the two new ones. How dare you? And Ooh. what the fuck? Now how, how dare you has to be said that way. It does have to be said um, that way. That's you, the only you, reason you, why. You lay back on it a little bit. But did I? You did. You did. It needs okay. to be more of like a how dare you. I mean, you need to have some of that okay. to it. I was just—I feel compelled to go with. How dare you? See, see, that was good. That, that was, was a good great. one. That was a good one. I, I like that. So, if you—is that what you're so going with? Yeah, yeah. Cool. It looks like a, it looks like an old school popcorn box. I love it. I'm excited. The, the branding is great. Uh, so, I'm gonna shuffle these up. And, and while he does that, I will just let everybody within the sound of my voice know that if you go to poddecks.com, you can check out all these decks. Plus, they also have new ones all the time. They have an app so you can, on the phone, just have random questions, different conversation starters. Uh, they have swag. They have cool shirts and stuff. And they're the soft shirts. They're not like the crunchy, shitty. Nice. I bought it in nipple the, grinding uh, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah crunchy yeah, band yeah. shirts like you get like in the in the in the parking lot mm-hmm. from somebody that sells yeah. it to you for twelve bucks. Like right, that right. One, it's not that. It's a nice shirt. It's yeah. nice. It's soft. It's good for the nipples. Uh, I know that I'm ordering my pod deck swag right now. Absolutely. And if you go there while you're ordering it, uh, just make sure to use the promo code BACON. Because everything Ooh. is better with bacon. And you can get it's 10%. Main course. Yeah, 10% off of your entire order plus free shit, 
plus well no 10 percent off your entire order yeah yeah don't over and this, buddy. if you order enough you will actually apply for free shipping yes whoa so what we're gonna do is we're gonna fan these bad boys out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm gonna take a, i'm gonna take a digit and I'm going to go from my left to my right, your right to your left, and you are going to let me know when to stop whenever you are ready. And that is your question. Go. There it is. That one right there. Yep. All right. right there. This is a lame question. Next. All right. Yeah, come on. Come on. Next. Oh, All right. Again, one more time. Well, the dude's got tattoos, and it's a tattoo question. So Yeah, no tattoo. Oh, We're going to go again. We're going to go again. Uh, yep. All right. No tattoo questions. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is a much better question. Um, what is the worst intimate experience that you have ever had? <laughs> right? And well, right now he's thinking, what was the tattoo question? Well, the tattoo uh, question is, would you ever get a tattoo? Yeah, it was, would you what ever get a tattoo? would it be? <laughs> right. Well, cool. well, I always, I mean, I'll answer both. I always told myself that uh, when I start making enough money to pay my rent um, with music, that I will get an atrocious neck tattoo so I can never work a real job again. Oh, I love that idea. Um, we'll see if that actually ever happens. I don't know if my uh, fiance will let me do that. Um <laughs> Yeah, I well, that. you're in Astoria, and we've decided already that we're gonna go get uh, we're gonna go get uh, some popsicle tattoos, the broken Ooh. popsicles, right? So uh, we'll we'll take a tattoo trip with you whenever you're ready to not get a neck tattoo. We're close yeah. enough to where we can do that. There's yeah. a little shop right down the street from me that I keep saying before I move out of this neighborhood, we we want to go there and get just something to commemorate our time on the block. Love yeah. it. on the block. Um, on the block. I, I don't have an answer for your other question. I don't. I don't want to uh, bl blow anybody's spot up. You don't so, have to give names. I, I honestly can't even. You're a storyteller. Um, oh God. What, <laughs> what was my my my? He's worst, not trying to pry or anything. <laughs> my worst intimate experience. I don't know. I don't. The, the, this is where the interview turns. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for that. You chose it. You chose this question, not us. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I feel no. like I feel like everybody, everybody kind of uh, treats intimate experience. They're thinking about it in a sexual manner. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't sexual. have to be a sexual manner. Oh, okay. It, it, it could I, be. My head was you, in the Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, it could be. You know, like you and another person having a a really like deep conversation and then them not getting your joke and right or throwing just, up on you that could or happen. throwing up on you yeah that 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 sucks i had someone throw up on me in a, during an intimate experience and that made it horrible <laughs> i mean that yeah that's that's definitely happened at one point yeah. in my life too so see so i just told that without provocation i mean <laughs> and I have no idea. Every single Matt, time I sh Matt. every single time I show somebody uh, <laughs> one of my songs, that's always really intimate to me. It's Extremely, such a yeah. Right. It's such a it's a it's a I feel like it's a boring response though. But like you know that moment where you're like, oh dude, I want to show you my song, and then you start playing it, and the person immediately like pulls out their phone, and they're like, oh yeah, it's really good, dude. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I mean, that. I've never Absolutely had that. Counts because I've never, I've that done counts. That I've never had right. that. But what I have is uh, someone asking me to hear a song and me wanting them to hear it, and then the minute I press play on it, they start talking to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they talk over <laughs> it the entire time. 
and I don't want to answer a single question. I just want to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I actually, I have, I have another, another good one. This is way back in the day, but I would, um, I was in a pop punk band that wanted to be newfound glory in high school. Like that was okay. the objective was we, we are freaking newfound glory junior. Anyways, we record a CD at a studio that was local and I bring it into school and my English teacher, um, was like super supportive. And he was like, Holy shit, you're in a band, Matt. Awesome. Let's play it for the class. And so oh. the class, yeah, the class is walking in and he's playing my band CD over this like little boom box. And like uh. this girl that I had a crush on, she sits down and she's like, what is this crap that's playing? And that, oh. shit, cr that shit crushed me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> See, oh, that counts. True, oh. true story. Like I was like, that's oh, worse than a that. sex story. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That, yeah, as as musicians, like yeah, oh, we're, we're man. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's that does awful. Suck. I won't use your name, but I still remember you. I would have hated that. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. Isn't it crazy? Like, uh, just as as people in bands and everything, man. When when you get that, you remember that shit for yeah. ever. Yeah, like. I, I, I've definitely had situations, as I'm sure you have, as I know you have, where people tell you how much they like what you're doing or yeah, how yeah. much they love this song or how much. And, and granted, there are definitely times. And, and this is probably a good question, too. And the, uh, to the counterpoint of the other one, yeah. think about uh, think about an answer afterwards, a time where someone where you remember someone telling you how much a song that you wrote meant to them yeah. that made you in your head go, I'm doing what songs did to me. Yeah. 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 Like had that flip of a moment, but I, I definitely remember every single time someone like didn't know that they were listening to me and they were like, this is awful. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, th that's also what, like, you know, one of the, the great, parts about you know working with a, a producer or somebody yes. who's not you know emotionally attached to the song that's going to give you you know god's honest truth like feedback yes. without you know like i don't care if you hurt my feelings tell me it sucks like there was there was two songs that i brought to chris that he was like i hate this and i was like dude fair enough i got another right. one you know <laughs> I, I, I i said that's that's fine he goes that other one you showed me is cool this doesn't even sound like you and i was like okay but next song um but yeah uh actually you know it's funny um um my buddy rishi he plays in a band called eternal boy and uh my old band that we we broke up in 2018 was called my kind of fire um there was a song that still like every now and again when when me and rishi talk chat he'll he'll bring up this song and he'll be like yeah i gotta tell you that that uh, know me for years track i still i got that in my playlist i still listen to that at least once a week and i'm like really right. you you like that one okay cool man but it always flatters me when he tells me that because you know i also i look up to him i i love his band and and think the world of, of what he's doing so whenever yeah. uh whenever i chat with him and he pays me a compliment like that i'm like you know i, I get red in the face and i'm like all right cool all right <laughs> you know that's awesome cool uh, yeah, man, I love talking about like any kind of songwriter stuff where we're kind of yeah. like experiencing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like that was a great intimate moment. Like I remember, yeah. I I definitely, dude, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that you had that. That's awful. Okay, okay. it happens. It happens. <laughs>
still but you know it it pushes you because then you write then you go on to write but like when did you um and i probably should ask this when we're on but but regardless like when was there was there a point for you where like you you hit that point where you could have someone go i don't like this and your immediate response was okay i have this i mean it it wasn't until um i mean when i was working with nick uh, with with previous bands, he I had like demos that I did in GarageBand that I would bring him. Yeah. And when the 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 thing that was different back then was I would show up to the studio with no real game plan. I would say, you know, I'm coming on Thursday and I've got seven demos. And Thursday he would listen to them and he'd be like, this one's good, this one's not, you know. And it was that day that we would figure out which songs were actually going to be. Um, but when I worked with Chris, it was kind of also just like the, not having the pressure of physically being in the room and being like, today's the day that we're working, you know, knowing that I was going to be working with him for the next two months and he wanted to keep working on songs. It was like, all right, cool. If we don't get one this week, I've got another one that I'm working on that I'll have for you next Tuesday. Nice. You know? Nice. Yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, I, I like to think that I work good under pressure, but in those kind of situations, when, when a curve go- ball gets thrown at me, like sometimes I like fold, I, I like, I kind of recoil and, and I'm like, uh, I got to come back to it. I don't know. I, I had situations in the studio where I wasn't prepared and it was a, a moment where I was like, fuck, I can't like ever go back to the studio like that again. You right. Know? Right. <clears throat> so Do I've always that- tried to go ahead. Well, that's still working good under pressure. Cause that just makes you go, okay here's how I have to prep for coming in the next time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was a, there was a moment when, with, with my old band that I asked Ace Enders, he was at the, he worked at the studio that Nick did. um, And I was, I asked him if he would produce one of the songs and it was just one of those moments where, you know, he was another guy that was like, I I looked at him like emo Jesus. I was like, this guy is like amazing. Like you, you, you have changed the course of my life with things that you, you did. Um, and his personal approach was not meant for the music that I was bringing him. And that was just something that I learned, you know, not every Mm -hmm. producer, you know, you, you, sometimes you, you have to kind of do your homework or just, you know, be ready for things to go a different path. If you really want someone to produce your song, right. like commit to it, like be a part of the process and, and let yourself like give into the process because everybody's going to be different. I just learned throughout working with Nick that we, our visions on where a song should go aligned a lot more than other producers. Gotcha. I thought Ace was like, I was like, I know that this is going to be the greatest decision ever. And one of the songs that we worked on, um, was a song that I actually never released because I was like, this is not even my song anymore. This is the early November with my vocals, which was cool. Right. And I ended up releasing it a lot later, but. Well, yeah, it's, it's anytime you're working with somebody else, you're, you're allowing somebody else's ingredients into your. Yeah, you know, for sure. Pie, That's a great way to you know put it. I mean? Yeah. 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 And so it's like, depending on how many of those ingredients go into it, you're going to get a different result coming out. And sometimes it's not even going to resemble what you thought you were going to do at the beginning, but it it could still be great. It could be exactly wrong for what you're trying to release, right? but it could still be great. 
Yeah. And it's like, okay, so this is, this is for something else later. Yeah. Yeah, this for is- sure. I mean, a couple of my friends, they, they listen to that song st- still and they'll be like, Oh, that song's a banger. And I'm like, yeah, I will never be able like the, the reason why I shut it down so quick was he was really pushing me in the vocal booth to like, like sing it this song on a different level. And mm-hmm. I like, after that day in the studio, I was like, there's no fucking way I'll ever be able to play this song live and sing it in key the way that I did that on the record. And that was right. like a reason why I didn't want to ever release it. Like I released it when the band broke up, I put it out as a, Hey, we worked on this and now the band's over. Goodbye. Everybody, right, right, right. You know, but put this it, in it, your it, headphones and remember. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy because I will never play it live. <laughs> and if I do, it's going to be in a different key. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to talk it. It's a spoken word. Right. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Ah, dude, that happens sometimes. That's but that's what's cool about it is you can is you can do stuff like that. Do you like? Do you feel like you 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 put this all together during the pandemic, right? So you put yeah. this all together knowing that okay, I'm gonna have to start this whole thing online. You know, if, yeah. if, if as far as for anybody else to be interested in it at all, yeah. yeah. Right. If it's not just for me to do for myself because I want to do it. If I'm trying to do it at all, I have to, I have to do it online yeah. and you guys did it with videos and you did like, you even directed the videos and yeah, yeah. Which we, we went crazy great with vi- Like cool videos, by the way. Also, thank you. Like, thank you. Mr. Uh, Mr. So- Sean Ageman washed up media. He, uh, he did two of the videos. He did animal and okay. he did hang, hanging by a thread and for empty apartment and signs, actually my fiance and I, we, self-produced those at home and, and did them ourselves nice it's awesome <clears throat> but yeah all, we're, we're all cool videos too and all very yeah, like visually really represented the songs as well too like i i really liked hanging by a thread just because i love the whole ghost hunter yeah i was thing, watching yeah, i was watching insidious it. and i was like dude these two ghost hunter guys are hilarious how funny would it be to like do a play off of that they already look like they're in a ska band in those outfits like Right, right. <laughs> like, I texted the rest spacers. of the Yeah, yeah. I just texted the rest of the band and I was like, I was like, I need all you guys to go on HM's website and buy this $14 white shirt. I'll bring everything <laughs> right, else. Right. And everybody showed up and it was a blast. But yeah, oh, dude, we, it's a it's a cool video. I love that there's a handbook for the recently deceased in it. A little yeah. Beetlejuice yeah, yeah, happening, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, wanted like, to give a couple nods to Beetlejuice from um, um, my, actually my my fiance's cousin uh, Jack Kershaw. He works for uh, effects company. Um, they did they do stuff for you know NBC, CBS, any anything yeah. on on CSI where you see a gunshot and blood. He, him and his company are the people that set all those like squibs up and stuff. Oh, nice! And nice. so I was. I was at a, a bar over the summer with him and, and we're having a drink and shooting the shit. And I looked at him and I was like, Jack, all right, hear me out. How hard would it be for me to get my neck bit out by a demon and have like Tarantino style blood just go everywhere? <laughs> I was going to say, that wasn't a squib. That was a, that was. <laughs> oh, a yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and he looks at me and he goes, just tell me when and where you need it, dude. And that was it. So he showed <laughs> up. Awesome. Yeah. He showed up with a freaking pressurized tank filled with blood and all the hose and, and everything. And actually um, in a couple of days, so it'll probably be out when this airs. Uh, we're releasing a behind the scenes of everything that we did for that video. So oh, that's going to be out. Yeah. Cool. Now I can't awesome. wait. I'm, I'm finishing the editing of that one right now as we speak. Nice. Everybody that's watching, definitely go check out that video for hanging yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. going to be a blast. 
it's it's a it's a fun video and uh and yeah there's definitely so much blood yeah, so yeah. Much blood. that's amazing <laughs> that's awesome. i'm trying to figure out how to top that one now and i'm like shit i can't, I can't well now I can't you have to go like, people yeah now you have to go no blood at all yeah, you have to yeah. go completely in the yeah. uh, completely other direction just me sitting on a stool with a performance white video Right, right. It's, it's, think, yeah. uh, think Alanis Morissette. You got to yeah, be head a over dashboard feet. confessional video now. It's yeah, just yeah, you, yeah. really, maybe in a pew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just a time lapse of you being fed hosts. <laughs> oh, man. that's probably a terrible idea. No, it's bad. That's what came hey. to my head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we've been hanging for a while, and uh, we do have to wrap this up. But yeah. before we do, we could talk for a long time. Uh, sure yeah. So, so you, just so you know, uh, the door's always open. We're we're here yeah. on Sundays recording, so you know, the door's would, open for you to come hang out if you you know finally have a, a tour planned. If, awesome. if this ever fucking stops. Yeah, uh, just come stop by. Have a I drink. I would love to tell everybody. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're a quick drive from you, so yeah, we're basically uh, come do neighbors. a ta- come do a tasting with us for the. Patreon. Oh yeah, we can we'll, do a tasting uh, too. We'll eat some, we'll oh, eat that some would be so too. much fun. I am yeah. so down. Oh yeah, cool, oh, yeah. Yeah. cool. So uh, before we do that, please tell everybody where they, where they can find all things title holder. Title holder is everywhere that you can see listen everything uh instagram title holder music twitter title holder band tiktok twi- title holder music youtube everything um new song that is out february 2nd it's called it doesn't matter it's a really really fun uh, real upbeat ska number um you can see title holder playing at this is not croydon fest that is april 23rd so a little ways away but awesome it's going to be a really 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 cool festival um it's at a place called broken goblet brewing coats just outside of philadelphia it's about 15 20 minutes outside of the city um that is going to be a stacked lineup april 23rd the pie tasters mustard plug mephiscopheles spring hill jack cat bite jay navarro and the traders the best of the worst and title holders starts at 2 p.m. It's going to be a crazy day filled with good food, local vendors, local beer, everything that you could love. Awesome. And the pie tasters, they've, they've just been doing this for fucking ever. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, so that's awesome. Yeah, my, my, my cousin from Arizona got me into the pie tasters like many, many, many years ago. So right. yeah, the fact legendary. that like I, I I'll text him every once in a while when I see their name pop up, I'm like, Hey, Pie tasters are playing. He's like, they're playing by you. Why? Why? Like, I want <laughs> when to I got by the, me. When I got the email, I was like texting everybody, like, who's screwing with me right now? Like, we're not getting invited. <laughs> I was like, this is literally the second show that title holder is playing. I was like, who's like, who paid somebody to screw with me? And sure enough, it's it, it's the real deal. It's going to be such a fun day, dude. You're, awesome. you're 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 doing everything right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're on the right path. You're doing everything right. You're putting out good. Trying. You're putting out good shit, and people are noticing, and you're getting good stuff from it. So more power to you, and keep it going, and just keep trusting yourself because uh, <laughs> it's working. Everything's coming up title Thanks. holder, and that's the shit. I appreciate yeah, man. that. Appreciate absolutely. That. Thank you so much for having me on this. This was so much fun. I'm absolutely going to take you up on uh, coming and doing a tasting with y'all. Oh, yeah, man. Yes, absolutely. Totally. We're 100. Uh, percent so before we do that, uh, we said there was going to be a test. Yeah, we did. We did. So what the hell? What is what is the one question? 
that everybody needs to always remember to ask themselves. I'll, I'll, I'll say yours. Yours is music. Yours is writing. Yours is definitely ska. Yours is even cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's that question that we ask everybody? That everybody asks themselves every single day. Am I doing enough for God and my country? Wrong. <laughs> what's your bacon? <laughs> yeah, what's your bacon? It's way easier. Here, ask me that again. <laughs> Run that back. <laughs> I, I oh no. I, I absolutely hate that fucking answer. God, God in my country. I, I, you know, I'm indifferent about God. In I don't my want to country. do anything to either of them, but I do um, know what my fucking bacon is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. a big fan of pork shoulder. I got to tell you what, Jimmy and Mike. Yeah. Title holder, Matt. Yeah, he's awesome. He's fun. He's awesome. He was he's fun. a lot of fun. Uh, we're gonna have him back again. I'm positive of such things. Yeah, we were like just starting to get into more conversations that would have taken another hour. So he'll yeah. definitely be back. Uh, we're definitely gonna have him on for a tasting. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed the interview. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it was very cool. Um, if you want to see him on the show again, the next time will probably be on our Patreon. Yes. So you can definitely check out the tasting shows over there where we do eat things uh, of varying um, palatability. Yeah. Is that a word? I, li- I like <laughs> that. seemed hard to say. Palatability. Palatability. Yeah, it is a little weird to say. Palatability. I don't I, know if it's a word. We'll, we'll Google it later. Yeah, we'll check it out. We'll, we'll check the Google machine. All words are made up. Um, speaking of checking the Google machine, where can people check the Google machine for all things Jimmy? Well, they can start out with all things Craving Strange at CravingStrange.net. And they can find everything there. We do have new music out, so definitely check that out. Uh, and from there, if they want to find me personally, they can find me at Jimmy G Shoes. Jimmy G Shoes. One word. Uh, everywhere. That's where you can find me. Hmm. How about you, bud? Well, I'm in a band called Something Heavy. Yeah. And all of the socials to connect to such band is at something heavy music we're on all streaming platforms me personally i am at me my own self mike uh we collectively yeah. you and i have music out as bacon is my passion indeed and three singles this, three singles fourth one coming yeah in two months soon ish i put a date on it <laughs> not a real one yeah, yeah. it's soonish yeah it'll be there it will it'll happen yeah. Uh, Bacon's my passion on all streaming platforms. And of course, get in on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Talk to us on all of our social media. Hashtag what's your bacon? Yeah. And, and, and of course, just at bacon is my pod yep. on the, on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the, on the Instagram, on the TikTok. Yeah. We We're are making TikTok, TikTok videos just like all the kids are. Oh, yeah. We're like the kids. Yeah. And we do the dances. <laughs> do we, are Is we that what the they dances? do? Are we doing the dances? Is that what they do? Yeah, the dance. I don't think. We I don't know. Dance. I'm gonna hurt myself. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that covers all of it. I think it does. Until next time, which was actually before we did this, mm-hmm. which was last time, which was last time, but can also be next time. It can also be next time because it's a time in the future. That has happened in the past, but is now in the present that you're listening to. Right. So look to the past while you're listening to the present and plan for the future with the question. 
What's your bacon? What's your bacon? You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well, just go over to baconismypodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? <laughs>